Hi everyone and welcome back to my Dune Primer series. Today we're going to go visit Seleucia Secundus and talk about the dreaded Sardaukar shock troops. The star we're going to is Gamma Weiping, that's the Chinese name for it. In Western astronomy it's Gamma Piscium in Pisces. The simulation here doesn't have that name in its database, but luckily it's also designated as HIP 114971, and that is in the game, so let's go there. I'm currently parked at the space station that we saw at the end of the last episode at Canopus, where Arrakis would have been. So let's take off here and get out into space. Alright, now that we're outside, I'm going to get out of range of the station to do the jump to light speed. Now it's pretty far away and there isn't as much to say about this topic as compared to the other ones. So what I'll do is I'll fast forward the trek so as to shorten the time a little bit so you'll see things flashing by. Put up a little reading material here while we're flying. It's from the appendix in the book Dune. So if you're listening on the audio version of the podcast, uh, you can go to the appendix and look at the entries for Seleucia Secundus and for Sardaukar. Now this planet of Seleucia Secundus is described as a nuclear wasteland. This harsh environment allegedly kills 6 out of 13 children by the age of 11. That's nearly 50% of the population. The ones that do remain contribute to the Emperor's Sardaukar elite fighting force. The planet itself is a prison planet where the worst of the worst are kept. In this I'm, I'm thinking of the prison planet in the Chronicles of Riddick. If you've ever seen that movie, yeah, I'm thinking it might have been inspired by Seleucia Secundus. The Sardaukar are described as elite swordsmen, expertly using cunning and ruthlessness as tools in combat. In one scene, they fought in groups of three in order to shield their backs when surrounded by Fremen, and they had weapons cleverly concealed all about their persons. Here we are at the star system, it's called Gamma Piscium, but there's a six in front, which is why the galaxy map didn't find it in the search bar. Now we see two stars here, and that actually doesn't match astronomical reality as it should there should just be one star here there's no third planet around the first star but there is on the second so let's go let's go see it
while we're flying there, let's go look at the galaxy map. We're 138 light years from the sun. And we're 135 light years from Kaladin, which was our first episode. So with the Sardaukar, this is how the Emperor maintains control over the space that he rules. No one dares match his troops in open warfare. In the story, slight spoiler here, he lends aid to the Harkonnens against the Atreides Duke Honorakis in the form of several legions of Sardaukar. This tips the scales in the Harkonnens' favor. Well that and a double cross, which I won't get into. The Landsrad, who I spoke of in another episode, have good reason to fear this, because combined, the Landsrad can act as a counterbalance to the Emperor's power, but if he can pick them off one at a time, like he did with the Atreides, then they don't stand a chance. What he isn't counting on, and this is the surviving Atreides ace in the hole, is that the Fremen are naturally accustomed, culturally, to living in conditions as harsh as those of the Sardaukar. And if they can be unified into a fighting force under a common cause, then they can match the Sardaukar in ferocity and skill. In fact, the times that they do fight face-to-face, -face, the Fremen are thrilled to finally encounter troops that can match them. Their admiration for the abilities of their opponents makes up for their losses, emotionally speaking, a kind of a mutual respect or what have you. In Fremen tradition, it was said that they'd spent several generations on Seleucia Secundus in their travels before arriving on Arrakis. And here is the planet we're heading towards. As I'm recording this, the trailer for the new movie just dropped. I haven't seen it yet. I'm debating whether to watch it or to ignore all the press about the movie and see it with a fresh set of eyes. I'm thinking that the latter might be better. Let me know in the comments. Not much to see here. In this game it's just a tiny little world and nothing like what you'd expect. Low gravity, no atmosphere. Still, it was well worth the visit. That was my episode on Seleucus Secundus. In the next installment, we'll go check out the seat of the Padishah Emperor himself, Shaddam IV of House Carino. See you then, and bye for now.